Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Positioning for greatness. One cold night in May 2008, in the Luzhniki Stadium in Moscow, John Terry stepped up to take what was the most important kick in his life. A few seconds before he took the kick, he paused on his way to straighten his captain's armband in anticipation of what was meant to be the greatest day of his life. In the very second in which he kicked the ball, he slipped and fell, and the kick went into the skies. A few kicks later, the opposing team was adjudged the kings of Europe. For many people, what John Terry kicked was a ball. In reality, what he kicked over the bar was the cup. And that was a missed opportunity. One would assume that after seeing that kind of opportunity missed, it would never happen again. In fact, I happened to join a number of fans of Chelsea who were discussing that loss. And in their opinion, the reason why he didn't score was because he was focusing more on the newspaper headlines the next day than on the kick that day. And so they were very upset at the missed opportunity. Two years later, somewhere in the Bears Nest Stadium or the, or the stadium in Johannesburg, it happened again. This time, the hearts of Ghanaians and Africans were broken by somebody who later admitted on Supersport that his whole mind was on the headlines the next day. Again, Asamwajan's miss came to represent a painful moment Ghanaians and most Africans will never want to remember. What makes people rise up to a point and when they get to the place where you said they are about to take off to an even higher level, suddenly falter and mess up everything. I have a lineup of people here that I suspect will be very familiar because it contains from left to right. Help me identify them. Who's number one? Give me the initials only. MG. All right, so that's Michael Jackson. The second person is who? Whitney Houston, third person. Mike Tyson, the last one. Some of you may not know, but who is that? Come on, initials. That is DSK. What would make people on the road to the top, having conquered a number of mountains, about to hit the climax, suddenly falter and destroy everything? I am mindful as I speak that some of us here are on the road to greatness. Having cleared a few hurdles, are preparing ourselves for what is supposed to be an even higher manifestation of our greatness. What makes people fold up, buckle down, and destroy everything they worked so hard to build? 
I spoke to a friend of mine who's an anesthesiologist. And he said, propofol is used for operations. Why would a human being inject something that is used for operations as a regular pastime? Why would somebody with the best voice in the world arguably suddenly go into drugs and all manner of things? And the sad thing a couple of years ago, she stood up to sink and halfway through, the voice was finished. And there were tears in her eyes. And the performance just wouldn't come. And she was booed off the stage. What would make a man who could afford a hundred cars and have cars for his dogs and pets suddenly get so broke after $200 million that he couldn't meet his bills? What would make the head of the world's most powerful financial institution touted as the next president of one of the top countries of this world suddenly in a moment of madness destroy everything in a few minutes? And in case you think I got it wrong, the analysis of his movement and the calculations of the time he spent on various things establishes that what happened happened within six minutes. And so in six minutes, the whole future came crashing down. What do you do when you see people headed for the top suddenly destroy everything? Many people lead quiet lives of desperation and go to the grave with their songs still in them. That was said by Henry David Thoreau. In the speech, Live Full, Die Empty, Les Brown made a suggestion that each of us should live our lives so well that when we finish, we know that everything that God put in us, we lived it to the full. In fact, Mark Twain, who has made a habit of making fun out of everything like he is him, says, live life so well that when you die, even the undertaker will be sorry. And so, Miles Monroe's version is that the grave is the richest place on earth because it is full of poems that were never said. It is full of songs that were never written. It is full of apps that were never designed. It is full of creative things that were never released and books that were never written. That is the grave for you. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-900. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Searching, searching, the light, the light has come.